Welcome to the first episode of the second season of the EIS podcast. This podcast will all be about language learning. Ilias from Morocco is interviewed by Adam from the USA, who helped Ilias learning English. Enjoy! You can't build peace on empty stomachs. Let's bring one and one together. I watch the world from your point of view. Okay, hello everybody. My name is Adam Bittner. I am a member of EOS USA and welcome to today's podcast episode. Today I am joined with actually someone I know pretty very well, Ilyas from EOS Morocco. Ilyas, welcome and uh, tell us a little bit about yourself. Uh, Hello, Adam. So uh, it's an honor to be here with you today. Uh, Thank you so much for the invitation. First of all, uh, my name is uh, Ilyas Marouf. Uh, I'm from Morocco. I live in uh, Kenitra. I am 19 years old. Uh, I'm in the second year uh, in the National School of Agricultural of Agriculture in Meknes. I'm an uh, ES member since January uh, 2020. I joined my uh, local committee as a as a member. Then I was the VP of Communication in my local committee. After that, I participated in many events and uh, trainings given by ES. Uh, where I gained experience and uh, many skills that motivated motivated me to be in the quality board of communication team of ES World. That's awesome. When did you get involved with quality board? I didn't actually know that you were on the quality board, so that's really cool. I'm not very surprised because ES Morocco is super active, but when did you make that decision to get more involved? Uh, so uh, this decision was uh, made uh, just before, uh, just after uh, English classes when I uh, gained uh, the language skills uh, that um, made me uh, able to work with, uh, with the ES world, uh, whatever, uh, whatever they want. So uh, uh, I saw the, the participation link and uh, everything on uh, quality board and uh, I just participated. Uh, I sent my motivation, uh, my uh, motivation letter and uh, everything needed. Uh, and uh, I did the interview with Festus and I, I was uh, accepted to be one of uh, the quality board of communication of EAS World. Uh, so uh, for, it's since January, I think. Yeah, January uh, 2021. That's awesome. Um, yeah, so for our listeners, just to kind of create a context, Ilyas was one of my students last year during 2020 when everything got moved online. We started offering, um, I believe it was Manuela from EOS Croatia began offering language lessons there. And so I thought that was a really cool idea. I brought the idea to EOS USA and I launched my own English lessons through EOS USA. But Ilyas, I'm really curious to know why you chose to join my class. <laughs> I want to know uh, why you chose English. Like, what did what was the attraction for you? Uh, yes. So, uh, first of all, uh, in the summer of uh, 2020, uh, as uh, we all know, the world was affected by COVID-19, and uh, we were all in home. So I decided not to waste my time and uh, try to invest it in uh, learning new things. I started with the languages. Uh, I joined the Spanish language course uh, given by EAS, by EAS Ecuador. Uh, uh, that's because of the huge love I have to this uh, language. Then I found the English course in Instagram in uh, EAS uh, USA. 
I said to myself, this is the opportunity to learn and master this language, especially in our field, uh, agriculture. So I applied for this course and uh, started learning in every session. That's awesome. Yeah, I think like for me personally, the opportunity to be a teacher wasn't really something I considered. But once we had the group together and once I saw how many people actually were interested in learning English, um, it was really surprising. I'm curious from your perspective, though, what is the benefit or what is what is the reasoning behind English learning? Because I know that obviously when you EOS operates in English like we are right now and it's very applicable, but to you, like, what do you see the benefit as for learning English as a second language or maybe a third? Uh, nowadays, uh, the world has become smaller uh, with the huge development. We became uh, no more distant. Uh, it means that we need to talk with everybody and everywhere. And to achieve this one, uh, we should have learned more than one language. So uh, we have to learn uh, English, which is now uh, the, the language of, uh, of the world like we say, and uh, that's because of uh, the modernization. Uh, the world, All the world uh, is now speaking English, and it's a world-class uh, language. Yeah, I like, I like what you said about it. Uh, that makes a lot of sense. Um, for you, like, where would you say that your English skills, or not English skills, I guess just language skills, because I totally agree about the communication. I think that from somebody in my perspective in the United States, there's we don't actually have in the U.S. a national language. And I think that's totally a misconception for people. I think everyone sees videos of people on social media telling people to speak English in this country. That's not even our national language. Um, certain states like New Mexico have Spanish and English recognized as the national language. And I always, I'm learning Spanish now, and I always wanted to expand my knowledge of language. I think the more people that you can communicate with, honestly, the better off you are. But um yeah, it's just really interesting to hear to hear your perspective. I think that the English lessons that were offered honestly reflect to that interaction within EOS. Because looking back last year in 2020 and the years before, I had joined uh, partly because of hearing about all the opportunities, about all the, the networking opportunities and all the opportunities for travel that EOS provides. And so I felt like 2020 really put a stop to honestly all the fun that we have. Um, but it was really interesting having those language lessons in my class, but in the other, in the other classes as well, because I feel like I met everyone in the world. Literally. I mean, I had the opportunity to meet everyone in EOS when I was, when I was conducting the classes. So um, how did the class affect you from being a student's perspective in a student's perspective? Like, did you feel like you grew any connection to the other students or, did you learn about anything other than language related to any type of like cross-cultural exchange? How did that work for you? Yeah, so uh, actually uh, when, uh, when you learn a, a new language, uh, you get to know more people uh, who, who speak this, this language and who want also to learn this language. So uh, the English course with you and with the ESUSA made me... Uh, communicate with friends and students from different countries so uh, especially in the personal level it uh, it helped me uh, in my way of thinking it pushed me forward to search and learn more about languages i speak uh, and it helped me uh, making uh, friendships all over the world of course because uh, as we say uh, 
we can we can reach further places with language so uh, that's this uh, help us uh, communicate with each other and uh, to achieve our goals no no matter where we are yeah honestly that's that's correct like do you feel like uh, you talked about it a little bit just now about the connections and so how do you think the language lessons kind of reflect the eos mantra of connecting with others and exchanging cult- culturally. I know that kind of moving forwards, we're going to be able to meet face to face now. And that's what I think makes, even though we, I guess in a way we're face to face right now with the recording of the podcast, but moving forward when we have world Congress and everything, do you feel like events like these are going to be remembered by, by older members like us? And we can kind of talk about it when we're out of COVID and face to face at these events. That's kind of something that I'm looking forward to. Yes, actually, ES uh, is a big world. Uh, from from my perspective, from my point of view, uh, it's a community, a big community where we learn every day, where uh, each day we get to know uh, new members, new perspectives, new ways of thinking. Uh, we can understand uh, everybody. So when you get to know uh, someone for, for the first time and uh, you get to communicate with him, you get to know him very well, uh, you 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 are uh, more uh, let's say uh, uh, more close to him. So uh, this will create some uh, uh, memories, good memories that will be remembered in uh, in uh, congresses and in uh, in the meetings. Uh, so uh, I think this uh, this period of COVID nineteen uh, uh, it was so good because uh, there was uh, two kind of people. The one who who uh, who took the chance to learn more new things, and uh, the second type, the who uh, who didn't get chance, you know, who just wasted his time. So uh, I think uh, we are both uh, the first kind because uh, we have learned uh, so much things. We made memories, good memories to be remembered. Uh, so uh, this is so cool. Yeah. I like what you talked about about the different learning approaches and about how. Not a lot of people have that perspective that COVID-19, not a lot of people could say that to, that COVID-19 um, impacted them positively, but I do like that perspective. I like your optimism, and I kind of agree in the same way. I feel like, obviously, um, the people that have passed from COVID, we, we all know that that's a, tra- that's a tragedy, but there's opportunities to learn with everything and with the, all, the, all the destruction and devastation. There's always a silver lining and the opportunity to, to move forward and kind of look on. Um, and speaking, applying that to kind of language learning, I think is, is interesting because for me personally, when you learn it, I noticed that when I started learning Spanish and a little bit of French too, you can admit when you are learning a second language that you know nothing. And I mean, it, that would be even different if I was learning something like Mandarin or if I was learning something with a different alphabet. And so I, that's what I like about learning languages is that, yeah, you have the understanding that you can admit I know nothing and you're just able to soak everything up like a sponge. Um, how do you learn? Like, what is your what is your mode of learning? What works best for you? Uh, so the best for me uh, is communication. Uh, as long as I communicate with the with the like uh, in the case of English, as long as uh, I have a teacher of English or I communicate with English friends, uh, I will be able to express myself to share ideas uh, in this language. 
So uh, uh, I may not have uh, the the baggage to to communicate very well, but I can search, I can uh, read books, I can uh, read articles, you know, uh, magazines, and everything that will enrich my uh, my English uh, uh, vocabulary. So I can I can speak very well. Uh, this is the same case of Spanish because I have learned Spanish before uh, the Spanish classes with ES Ecuador and after that uh, I made some friends uh, who I communicate with them uh, uh, like uh, every month uh, so every time I get to communicate with them uh, I have no uh, no problem because uh, I have searched and learned more than uh, than I expected uh, by this method of communication so uh, the first thing that I uh, that I want uh, someone to, to do if he wants to learn a new language is to communicate, is to share uh, what's in his mind, so uh, he can be uh, more uh, you know more wiser and he can practice more. So the practice is uh, is the best idea. Do you feel like you learn better from communicating with people face to face or more like uh, you kind of talked about shows and movies and things like that? Because I always I always find it interesting for people who are watching, learning English and movies, uh, the distinction between American English, like I'm used to, and then you have like some British English from New Zealand or uh, Australian. I'm definitely biased and I prefer American English, but uh, would you say, is it probably maybe British English that's more applicable on an international level or no? Is it American English? Uh, at the international level, uh, I see that American English is uh, is more wider. Uh, so it's uh, we can say it's easy to pronounce, it's easy to communicate with. Um, but you you have to learn every language, you know, uh, every accent, British accent, American accent, uh, New Zealandian, Australian. So you can uh, you can get to. To communicate with people from uh, England, from America, from uh, wherever they are, uh, I about uh, movies and uh, and this thing. Uh, I don't think uh, the vocabulary in movies is uh, is good enough for uh, for learning uh, a new language, because uh, uh, we have always to can say we have always to to search more. We have always to be sorry kind of just moving forward yeah it kind of just being yes yes it's kind of developing no you're okay kind of just moving forward you know like uh mm-hmm. it's kind of development you can develop your language you can develop your language skills every day yeah i think learning language you can literally construct almost like a new identity which is the coolest part about it because for different people they have different meanings attached to different words that they use or they just have different they speak depending on how they feel and depending on their experiences differently than other people like I speak differently from my best friends and I speak differently than my mom for example so I think it's really cool when you learn a second language that depending on where you're at at life in that point totally it affects the way that you speak that second language. And it's really cool because you're, you're building like another personality, you're building another identity, I feel like, which I think is really awesome. Um, and kind of to change gears a little bit now, I know we talked about it in the beginning and we've been talking about language lessons between like Morocco and ES USA. We're getting a little bit close to the end. So I wanted to know if what is just tell the viewers a little bit about EOS Morocco. I know you guys are very active. You have a lot of people on, you have Omar and Aya. 
uh, and then you as well. So you guys are all very involved at the world level. Uh, tell us a little bit about just kind of the things that you do or, or what your favorite parts about ES Morocco are. Uh, about uh, ES Morocco, ES Morocco is, uh, is the same thing as ES World. I can say it's a big world too. Uh, it's a small ES World. Uh, we have three committees uh, in three different regions. Each one uh, had uh, uh, its multiple activities and uh, we'll have uh, some more. So uh, its activity is more important because the three, com uh, three committees are located in the north. Uh, south of Morocco, and uh, there is ES Rabat in the capital. Uh, the capital is in the middle of Morocco. So actually, uh, it's like uh, we are uh, uh, doing like a circle in Morocco, uh, circling the activities, agricultural activities, and uh, everything that uh, that's good for agriculture. So uh, ES Morocco uh, is a we can say is a is a big world that we can uh, learn from every day. Uh, we do activities, uh, scientific activities or everything else, cultural activities. That's really cool. Do you feel like, I know that I'm kind of on my end of graduation compared to you, uh, at least for the college path, but do you know what you'd like to do or do you have an idea what you'd like to do for a career after college? Maybe something international? Yes, for me, uh, I think I want to, to try uh, some exchange programs with EAS. So uh, I can learn uh, more uh, and I can uh, try uh, various areas of agriculture, like uh, biology, like uh, biodiversity, like uh, something that, that we don't have in our school. So uh, this will be uh, perfect if I, if I can uh, try something. Uh, I think uh, uh, I love trees and uh, this trees culture you know i want just to to be uh, an engineer in uh, trees culture uh it's uh, it's kind of uh, an, a big a big uh, area uh with es world there's multiple opportunities in trees culture so uh, something with the, yeah something with the trees no i totally get that yeah yeah because uh, exchange programs there is plenty of exchange programs that are uh, located in uh, trees uh, areas uh, like the one of uh, strawberries, like the one of uh, of cherry in Switzerland. So uh, I want to try some, uh, and I want to be a part of this Xpro project. Uh, it will be uh, interesting. Hey man, the good news is that we have those opportunities. So moving out of COVID, I can say from an exchange coordinator's point of view that EOS is ready to get the ball rolling, and everyone is just waiting to get back out there and to get back out to like our exchange programs and get to where we were before. Um, we've talked about a lot today and I really liked getting your perspective from the student lessons, from kind of your learning perspective. Your learning perspective was really interesting to me. Um, just about looking back into the last year and, and seeing the opportunities for growth. I think that's a really mature perspective, but do you have anything that you'd like to share with the listeners before we wrap up? Yes, uh, I have an advice that I, I want everyone to, to work with. Uh, just enjoy life and uh, seek for, uh, for, uh, for opportunities uh, and uh, enjoy every moment you, you work with uh, EAS or you work with the community or you work in, um, uh, in ONGs. Uh, that will help you in uh, personal level uh, as well as uh, the professional level. So... Uh, just enjoy every moment of your life because every moment 
uh, has its value and every moment should be lived uh, like it has to be because uh, we have one life we should uh, live this one life uh, very well uh, so uh, I think what you said is great and I don't really think that anything I can say is going to top it. So uh, thank you so much for your time here. I really appreciate it. I know everyone also listening to the podcast uh, is looking forward to hearing about your perspective and also uh, about your kind of learning journey. So I'm going to end it here, but thank you for your time again, Elias. It was great having you. Thank you. It was inspiring to hear how a pandemic contributed to taking on new activities such as learning English. Special thanks to Elias for telling his story and Adam for being a fantastic interviewer. This podcast has been edited by myself, Thomas, promoted by Festus and his team and sponsored by Wageningen University and Research. Thank you for listening and tune in next week to hear a story from a different continent. You can't build peace on empty stomachs. Let's bring one and one together. I watch the world from your point of view.